0: known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, this is The Good News Show.
0: And good afternoon. It is The Good News Show here on this beautiful Monday, October 5th. Uh, This is the the month where we celebrate uh, life. Uh, We celebrate... The rosary. We celebrate, uh, the, the dancing of the sun. All kinds of, uh, wonderful stuff. Glad you're with us. We appreciate you listening. You can call in anytime you want. Except for right now, because because uh, <laughs> Sissel's not in the control room. Long, I am long not. story. I won't. I won't tell you all about that. But got a lot to talk about. And in fact, uh, we've got in studio guests Adrian and Mary Montez from Modern Day Latin Mass Parish, and they have got a wonderful, wonderful event in honor of Our Lady uh, Fatima starting next Monday evening. A Rosary procession. 24-hour rosary procession with Our Lady of Fatima, and also something going on Tuesday, October 13th, the day the the sun danced, and so we'll tell you all about that uh, here in just a minute. Also, um, remember Fullness of Truth Ministries; uh, they they come into town every now and then, and do these events. Bishop Strickland has invited them in for an event commemorating Divine Mercy and uh, St. Faustina. It's her feast day today. I see how this all ties together, Divine Mercy Sunday. So, that's going to be at St. Therese Catholic Church in Canton, Texas, uh, Saturday, October 17th. Marty Matulia, their Director of Evangelization, uh, for Fullness of Truth is going to be uh, joining us here in about 15 minutes, and as if that wasn't enough, that would be a full show, right? It really would. If we would. just stopped right there. <laughs> but, um, you know, White Rose and St. Joseph's Helpers, I didn't realize this, they are the oldest... Catholic apostolate in the Dallas Diocese. Are
1: they actually?
2: Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool.
0: They're 35 years old. They're ce- celebrating their 35th anniversary. It goes all the way back to 1985. Julie Eichelman, their executive director, I think that's her title, yeah, is going to join us. Got all these papers. Here. Dire- they're <laughs> their director, okay? She has not been elevated to executive director yet. She's our director, but she's going to join us in studio and talk about all things White Rose. So, uh, anyways, before we get to Adrian and Mary, you and Rowena... Yes. Did a, a live remote broadcast on Saturday. Can you How believe awesome. it? Thank, thank mean, God we're back doing live remote broadcasts. I,
2: I was so happy. Rowena and I were extremely happy to be able to do this because normally we're doing several a weekend in the fall times, uh, just fall festivals here and there, but... Mary Immaculate Parish had a fall festival. They were able to do it outside and still be able to, you know, follow local laws right mm-hmm. now, but have a big marketplace. There were food trucks. And Rowena and I got to go out there and broadcast on Saturday for two hours. And it was a blast. Was it packed? Um. <laughs> I, it was kind of hard from our vantage point. It was kind of, since everything's kind of spread out, it's yeah. hard to say packed, but I feel like there was a pretty good steady flow of people coming yeah. in.
0: My theory is for every one person who's uh, still afraid to go out, mm-hmm. there's like five that are like, get me outdoors. Oh. I want to do something. I want to be with people. But... Absolutely. Uh, That's what yeah. we kept saying
2: on the air. We're like, listen, not much else is open these days. Go Fair come enough. out now. This might be your only chance to get <laughs> these handmade items for Christmas. Might be the only chance to get your family out of the house this weekend to do right, something like this. Right. yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. We had several people that we we made a call out, asked for people to come if they heard us on the air, and several people did. I do you were doing the
0: circles. We were doing
2: the circles. We filled three circles, so (laughs) I'm happy.
0: (laughs) I felt so honored because I heard you mention me and my (laughs) my famous circles. Yes, exactly. Uh, And... did, did the video get on, on, on social media? The one that you and yes, Roween yes. did? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We,
2: we were so excited. We made a very goofy video for our local Facebook group, um, yeah. that, uh, showed Roween and I very excited to go It out. was really good.
0: You guys <laughs> did it so spontaneously, so quickly, uh, and, and, you know, Sissel has a film degree, uh, and, and, <laughs> and it shows. It's really, really funny uh and just it's great um and, and all right real quickly just take 30 seconds on this uh stick up for 9 10 a.m campaign has begun 1400 yes. bumper stickers i'm starting to get emails oh good that's uh, because we got our first of many goofy spots on, on the radio <laughs> uh and, and the thing is, is i realized oh gosh i gotta send out these bumper stickers i got to get to the i post mean you, yeah was
2: something we actually have to do yeah, <laughs> yeah we're trying to get 1400 bumper stickers on cars to commemorate our 14 years on the air
0: yeah. So and by as you said before, it's actually absolutely impossible to keep track of because somebody says, hey, give me some bumper stickers. I sent them five. We uh, don't, don't
2: know. One. I mean, I'd uh, love it if people took pictures and sent them to us. Yeah, well, I would love it. 1,400 pictures. Yes, okay, 14- you'll, be under,
0: you'll be in charge of that. Okay? <laughs> yeah, send it
2: to Cicel at grnonline.com. All right, yeah.
0: So if you wanted a bumper sticker, we we highly recommend. Get you know, get 10, 15, 20, just you know as many as you think you can hand out at your parish or life chain events are coming up, uh, which, by the way, life chain was this past Sunday. There's another one November 1st, and I was very reluctant to uh, host one. But I'm like, you know what, this is two days before the election. I'm doing it. And so there's gonna be one in Arlington, there's gonna be one, I'm doing one in Bedford right by on the corner where there's a Planned Parenthood office. This is the first time I've announced this on the radio, but more details to come. All right, uh, let me get to our first topic. As I mentioned, uh, this is October 13th is the day that we commemorate really one of the most important historical events in the history of the world outside of our our lord's passion death resurrection this was uh wild in a good way and that's the day the sun danced at fatima 1917 and um, uh, adrian montez is here he is parish life coordinator and he is he not only came in he brought his wife mary and so they're both here with us and so welcome to both you thanks for coming in dave thank you dave all right. So, real quickly, life at Modern Day Latin Mass Parish. Uh, you told me before we started they're doing eight masses in the weekend. It's just it's yes. just bursting at the seams. Yes, I our,
3: uh, really think our priests they have um, reached out to to laity within yeah. the confines that they have. So they actually have uh, two masses going on at uh, the same time, and they are doing eight masses on Sunday with uh, with confessions. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. We have uh, maintained our numbers and, uh, yeah, the faithful, uh, come. We're, we're yeah. busting out the seams right now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, the website for Moder Day is com, And so good things happening there. And let, let's talk about this event. It, it's, it's a kind of a two, one evening, next day event. Uh, I've got the, the flyer here. There's a lot of information here, but why don't you just say what's going on? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, me being a
3: Knight of Columbus, uh, we found out that our Grand Knight is uh, having a solemn high mass um, the Monday on uh, Christopher Columbus. Yeah. So uh, I approached our Grand Knight. It's like, well, we got October 13th and uh, we got this uh, idea with. Uh, it's amazing what happens when you're sitting at the table with some people and <laughs> Holy Spirit gets in. And that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got not quite 24 hours, 22 to be exact, but uh, yeah, we just like let, let's let's merge it. And so, yeah, we're gonna have a solemn high mass. Uh, we do celebrate the extraordinary form, hence the Latin mass mm-hmm. yeah. uh, at seven o'clock on Monday night, and then our priest will assemble in the parking lot, and we will launch. Uh, a rosary, uh, 2017 on the 100th anniversary. We had 800 people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was wow. just uh, amazing. So we, we have a very strong Marian following and uh, yeah, bring your rosaries. We have a lot to pray for here just from our. Pope Why, or is there
0: something going wrong in the culture? Why? Oh what are talking my! <laughs> Where to begin, Dave? Yeah, starting with yeah, our uh, own families, I mean, pray right? pray for the election. Pray for peace. Uh, and, you know, pray for peace and uh, marriages and families. Our country. There's so much division right now. Yeah, the, you know there is so much here. I'm just looking at this flyer. Pope Leo the 13th and his encyclical. He's he's my favorite pope of all oh, nice. time, by the way. The the troops of Saint George are going to be involved. Of course, the Knights of Columbus. You got the uh the the day we commemorate Christopher Columbus. He's been kind of under fire in the culture lately. Our Lady of Fatima, there's a lot. So what else? And Mary, why don't you jump in as well and tell us, uh, uh, maybe speak to the families out there, uh, the mothers who are listening to bring the kids. And I'm going to be lobbying hard with my family. Let's do this. We we need to be out there praying. For
4: sure. So... We, Adrian and I, we have six children, and we do pray the rosary every day, and the children can grow to love the rosary. Yeah. Uh, we do it differently every day. We sing. We Sometimes we listen to an audio, video, whatever it is, but they are always excited um, to come to these processions where they can carry their crosses and candles and see the other lay faithful out there praying the rosary just like we do.
0: All right. It says, uh, uh, Monday evening next week, uh, Our Lady will remain in the chapel while the rosary procession continues through the following day. Is that a statue of Our Lady Fatima? Is that yeah, like the so official we statue?
3: No, it's not an official statue. Okay. but It's about a four foot statue that, that we have. We decorate her really beautiful. And, uh, yes. Yeah, so the, uh, priest will start the assembly. And then as they leave, the faithful will carry on. And at the top of the hour, we'll ring a small bell and then we'll start Another fifteen decade rosary at the top of each hour. I like to thank all our our ministries and groups at our parish too, because they have us sponsored an
0: hour to kind of get us through the through the
3: hard hours of the uh, of
0: the morning. Yeah, yeah. parish dot com forward slash twenty four hour procession two four hr procession. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure if you just go to the regular website, there'll be a link. Yeah,
3: right. com. And if you click the bulletin, you'll see all the details on the, uh, on our event. Okay. So mm-hmm.
0: it's, uh, basically begins 7 p.m. next Monday, a week from today, uh, with the solemn mass and then goes all the way until, uh, 7 p.m., a concluding ceremony in the tented area. And, uh, this is in person. This isn't virtual. Of course, all the, Protective measures will be in place. Right, you want to right. talk about that?
4: Well, uh, so throughout the the 24 hours or really 22 hours, uh, there's going to be a parish group out there along with uh, some men. And we're going to be processing around the property and praying the rosary. Um, and, of course, it's outside. So you don't have to worry too much about uh, the laws and the restrictions that are in place. Uh, and everybody is just asked and invited to come out and unite with the the local community and praying the rosary for our parish, the communities, our diocese, and
3: our country.
0: All right, uh, this may be a dumb question, but uh, the rosary going to be in Latin or, or
3: so? It depends. We're giving that that lead to our sponsors who okay. are sponsoring it. So most of it, I, I foresee most of it being in in English. Okay, uh, you might get um, alternate being. Uh, English and uh, another decade Latin. Okay. Cause Mm -hmm.
0: I remember I, I'm, I know I've been there for one of these. I think it was the one a few years ago for the 100th anniversary. And yeah, there was one decade in English and then, uh, and 800 people showed up, huh?
3: Yes. Our mother can bring a crowd. (laughs) Yes.
0: Are you getting the word out? Obviously you're here. Uh, I hope you'll come back next Monday and we can say, Hey, it's tonight. It's tonight. You know, now, right now it's kind of like put it on your calendar, you know, save the date. And so again this is all going on there's there's a lot happening and so if you go get the flyer I can email it to you if you want mydayparish.com uh 24 hour procession mass at 7 on Monday and then uh, a mass 12:15 on Tuesday as well uh what else Adrian
3: Yeah just for our viewers uh this will be all outside so the okay. the, the whole festivities will be outside um uh, social distancing is in compliance and uh face masks are not mandated but strongly recommended. Okay. So yes, we uh plan we uh have a tent too it fits four hundred people in our field. So yeah, it's it's gonna we have uh, some festivities uh, at the uh at the final ceremony. So yeah. that would be nice.
0: I I've spoken a lot on here about my own personal devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. Uh, I have a child born on September 13th, a special needs son born on May 13th, and so Our Lady Fatima definitely has blessed our family in many ways. And there's a lot of stories behind that as well. But tell tell us, just either of you or both of you, just tell us what Our Lady of Fatima why why is she so significant to you and your family?
3: Well, for me, it just with our the the state of our church, we, yeah, how we lost our masses. And so I go back to the St. Dominic uh, through the rosary and the scapular. uh, The triumph of the Immaculate Heart shall triumph. Our Lady shall triumph. And that's so important in the times of now because even when our masses are stripped from us, uh, when those things are taken away, uh, we'll have to resort on the very simplistic things Mm -hmm. like uh, the rosary and the scapular. Bring God into the house and into the family. So that's where it speaks very strong uh, for our, our
0: family. Yeah. I heard, uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall on one of his videos recently was saying that in his family, it's sometimes it's a struggle of the, the kids. And and I have the same experience. Our, our, we we pray the rosary every night. I mean, there's every now and then we might, you know, miss a night for uh, for one reason or another, but basically every night we are kind of in the habit of that. And I, I can't say our kids are just bouncing off the walls, but, but they always do it. And they're very willing to do it. And I think, Deep down, they, they kind of enjoy it. But you, you said, Mary, that your, your kids actually enjoy it, and you mix it up, and you do so maybe for an encouragement for the families out there to give it a shot. I, I tend to think, start them when they're young. Don't, right. don't introduce this when they're in high school. I mean, for, if, if possible, if you still have young kids, start it when they're young. What other advice would you give? Oh,
4: for sure. And also with the younger kids, it's fine if they do one decade and
0: mm-hmm. explain
4: to them the the mystery of each decade. And again, the rosary is not just rote prayers, the Hail Marys and the Our Fathers, but it's also the meditations on the Blessed Virgin Mary and our Lord. And we can also look at it as uh you know, remembering what our Lord and our Lady did. If we love somebody, do we not remember what they did mm-hmm. and what they did for us? And who better than our Lord and our Lady?
0: Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, all right, last word. We have to, just a minute or two remaining. Again, uh, we are honored to be uh, joined in studio, Adrian Montez, Parish Life Coordinator for Modern Dei Latin Mass Parish. Uh, they're located online, Parish dot com, along with his wife Mary. They're the Proud parents of uh, six beautiful children, and uh, so so. What else you want to give? Just one more little recap of exactly what's happening uh, sure, starting yeah. a week from tonight. Uh, yeah.
3: Yes, uh, Monday night. Bring your rosaries. We assemble about seven thirty. Uh, we have mass, and then yeah, we'll be outside. Bring your banners. Bring your rosaries. Your bring candles. Your shirts. If you're an apostolate, bring your apostolate um, info. Yes. Yeah, so we'll go all night. We have uh, men sponsors. Troops of St. George, we have a safety team. They've chosen to do the hard hours of the night, so there will be a presence of men Mm -hmm. if if, uh, those women like, well, I want to go, but I don't know if it's safe. So we should have a good presence of men being there throughout the whole night. So thank you, uh, men, for volunteering for that. Uh, Yeah, so we'll go on throughout the the day, uh, 6 p.m. on the 13th. On Tuesday, we will uh, conclude with our priest uh, assembling again, and they will lead us in the the, the Blessed Mother on a beautiful bier. She'll be lit with uh, flowers, and we'll be singing the rosary, uh, saying the rosary, um, implementing uh, hymns, yeah. and uh, we'll conclude at 7.
0: says her lady is encouraged to sign up. Is this a registration kind of thing?
3: Well, so that that's help to help us get our necessary hours covered, yeah. more or less. Uh, we we also have that for our daily and Sunday mass, so it kind of helps our volunteers who are helping carry the uh the load of the parish because yeah. so many come on Sundays to to help prepare the help that we need to mm-hmm. operate as a parish.
0: Yeah, very right. good. Thanks to you both for coming in, and yeah. uh, let's okay. do it again next Monday. Okay, okay. Sure. let's at least uh, if you. You guys want to come back, and then we can say, it's tonight! And uh, just as a reminder, and again, that website, dot com. This is uh, their 10th anniversary October celebration, 24-hour rosary procession with Our Lady of Fatima, mass and rosary and procession outdoors. It's a great opportunity to uh, honor Our Lady and uh pray for our country you know and right. uh, as as we approach the uh, the election and this isn't a political event but uh, we we just need to pray for our country because there's a lot going on that we need to pray for so anyways, hey thanks to both of you okay. good so appreciate Thank you coming you. in all right so everybody visit that website moderndayparish.com And uh, let me uh, bring on a phone guest now, and uh, if you guys want to hang out, you can. If you want to talk to Marty Matulia. Have you met Marty? (laughs) Well, you're about to. Uh, (laughs) All right, Marty uh, Matulia is, uh, let me get my my paper here. He is Director of Evangelization and Development for Fullness of Truth. And I found out, uh, thanks to Mark Culver, a KTH listener, who emailed me last week and um, said, hey, why why don't you promote this event? It's called Now is the Time for Mercy, the second greatest story ever told. It is a fullness of truth Catholic family conference uh, in the Diocese of Tyler. We're about to bring Catholic radio to the Diocese of Tyler. This event is Saturday, October 17th, St. Therese Catholic Church in Canton, and uh, Marty joins us. Hey, Marty, how you doing? Thanks for being on the program today.
5: Hi, right, Dave. It's great to uh, talk to you again, you and Sissel. it's It's great to to be out there on the airwaves in North Texas. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I, I love This is going to be an in-person event, right? Is there an in-person stream, one or the other, both, or, or what?
5: If both options are available, we'll have the in-person at St. Therese in Canton, and then also the virtual live stream will be available. And all day Saturday, the live stream will be up for at least another week after that. So even if you can't you know, watch everything on Saturday. You'll have the link, and you'll be able to, to access it um, for the, the following week as well.
0: All right. The theme of mercy, now is the time for mercy, and, and how cool that we're talking about this on the feast day of St. Faustina, huh? I, uh, God, 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 God is so good. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Absolutely. And tell us about the, uh, the, the, the saying, it's the second greatest story ever told. Uh, where did that come from, and what is the significance of that?
5: Well, it, it, we we really have borrowed that from Father Michael Gately's uh book uh by the same title. And what we're trying to do is first of all get the message of divine mercy out there so that people really understand, you know, where it came from and what it's about. But also the the historical, the 20th century I mean, it's an incredible story that really pieces together all the incredible spiritual events of the 20th century, you know, starting with Our Lady of Fatima working its way through the visions of Sister Faustina and, of course, the, the martyrdom of St. Maximilian Kolbe in, in Poland. And then, of course, the great St. John Paul II really was the the messenger of divine mercy. And then culminating with the uh, canonization of Sister Faustina uh, in the year 2000, the first saint of the 21st century. So here we are twenty years later, and my goodness, um, yeah, now is the time for mercy. Uh the the message of divine mercy is is you know just as 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 needed and prevalent now as it was in the twentieth century. And um I think that we have this beautiful message, you know, this beautiful messenger, Sister Faustina. That, uh, you know, and suffered a great deal for, you know, a lot of people didn't want to believe her. She suffered in her own congregation. Her spiritual directors suffered for trying to get this message out. And it really was John Paul II who, uh, you know, carried the ball and, um, you know, along with a, a lot of others, got this, got this message out. And um, it's so important to our church today and to the world.
0: Yes, uh Marty, talk about the speakers. Uh, you know, of course, the bishop of Tyler, Texas is Bishop Joseph Strickland. Uh my my esteem and respect for this man grows every day. Every time he sends out a tweet or he speaks, I just like I I love this bishop and he is going to be one of the presenters and then there's a couple of others, author uh Susan Conroy and then somebody uh, I I was not I'm not familiar with, so I'd like you to tell us about him, uh dynamic theologian Dr. Luke uh, Dando, Ad, Ad, I think is his name. Tell, us, tell us, I think everybody, you you, know, you can certainly speak about the praises of Bishop Strickland. Most people know about him, but uh, particularly the other two speakers, if you could tell us about them.
5: Sure. You know, Bishop Strickland will be speaking in the morning, and he's also going to be um, leading a Q&A uh, for our seraphim ticket holders. And, you know, he he is wonderful. So he'll kinda of just deliver the basic message of divine mercy, what it means, you know, spiritually and theologically. Susan Conroy is from Maine. Uh she is a wonderful, wonderful um speaker, consecrated virgin. She appears often on EWTN. Um she has a the message of divine mercy, especially she uh, lived and worked with Mother Teresa for a number of years when she was a young lady, and so she got to see the effects of divine mercy in in that context, so she has a message. Uh, you know, and of course, Mother Teresa is involved in this whole story of divine mercy in the 20th century. And then Dr. Luke Arredondo is a a young, a young theologian, uh, originally from Louisiana. He is now with the St. Philip's Institute, which is the teaching, uh, arm of the Diocese of Tyler. It's the catechetical outreach, uh, you know, the Diocese of Tyler once is a teaching diocese. And the St. Philip's Institute is how they get a lot of their messaging out uh, that Bishop Strickland uses, and uh, Dr. Luke Arredondo is, is the resident theologian in the St. Philip's Institute. So uh, this is a great opportunity for him and for us because he's a a young, up and coming, dynamic, you know, theologian and evangelist. And that's really what our, our calling card is we you know we've been um giving opportunities to evangelists for the last twenty years, and you know some are quite well known like scott hahn and and uh yeah you know, jesse romero and we we bring those folks back, but we also always love to give an opportunity to the the young uh evangelists to give them an opportunity a platform and uh so this is going to be a great uh opportunity for Dr Arandondo.
0: All right. Now is the time for Mercy, the second greatest story ever told. It's a Fullness of Truth Catholic Family Conference in the Diocese of Tyler. It's going to be at St. Therese Catholic Church in Canton in the Diocese of Tyler, Saturday, October 17th. And uh, FullnessofTruth.org, is that where folks can go and buy their tickets? And can you, uh, Marty, also talk about maybe the price and maybe the different options people have?
5: Yes, absolutely. So the general admission tickets, the in-person tickets are $35. Youth pass, uh, $15. Clergy and religious, including deacons, uh, are free. Uh, I mentioned before the priority seraphim seating. So that's front row seating uh, and a special Q&A with Bishop Strickland. We'll also have a Q&A at lunch with the other two speakers. Uh, That's $70 for the seraphim tickets. Now we also have a family pass, which includes five lunches. So if you're bringing your whole family, that's $95 for the family pass. And then for those that can't make the drive over, um, it's the virtual only is just $25. And as I mentioned before, you know, you can either watch it live on Saturday and then parts that you miss, you'll still have an opportunity to watch those, um, you know, throughout the week, uh, in, in three weeks. Um, or the week after next next week. And, um, you know, we the reason why we chose Canton in the Diocese of Tyler is because we wanted to give folks in Dallas and Fort Worth an opportunity to come out to this conference and not have to travel all the way to Tyler. So I've been told from the east part of Dallas that Canton is only an hour drive, mm-hmm. a very easy drive, and uh, so it's, it's going to be a great venue. And they have this beautiful church hall that they just built uh, last year and uh, that's going to be w- w- where we're going to be hosting this this conference.
0: All right. And I know there was an event uh, not too long ago, back in July, the one in Keller, and I know you guys had to make uh call some audibles there at the last minute. Uh, are there any other plans uh, in 2020 or 2021 that you know of that you can speak of for Dallas or Forest Diocese?
5: Yeah, we are definitely coming back to Keller. Uh, we already have the contract and we're planning on coming back in June of 2021, June 11th through the 12th. So we'll be, uh, this time, uh, hopefully in person at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Catholic Church in Keller. Uh, and most likely again, I, you know, it seems it, what COVID has brought us is, um, you know it's forced us to make a pivot to do these live stream and so you know for all of our conference from from that point on you know the, the two conferences that we've had recently we've we've live streamed and we've had in person so it, it's it's working out uh you know when god you know you get uh what what's the saying again? you know life gives you um Lemons. Lemons, you, you make lemonade, lemonade.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when when God closes the door, you open a window. Or, I don't know what the other thing, the sayings are, but yeah, you, but, you, you always have to kind of uh, uh, be ready to, you know, like I say before, call an audible, pivot, uh, um, just make adjustments as necessary. Uh, Marty, just a, a couple minutes remain uh, with you, and I I was really struck by what you were saying about the historical significance, the connections between Fatima and uh, Faustina, and I see here, you know, talking about the rise and tyranny of fascism and communism. I think, you know, they're going to look back at 2020 as one of the most significant uh, years of this century, and I think it would behoove all of us, myself included, because it really fascinates me, to be able to understand the past <laughs> so that we can understand going forward what we're up against in our country now. Uh, and so maybe you can just kind of mention that, I would just have a minute or so, just the, just kind of recap about this, this historical significance of all these things that happen in the church and the world, uh, and why we need to be paying attention to it.
5: Well, and here's, here's another interesting historical, uh, footnote, um, 1920 is when St. John Paul II was born. So this, uh, 2020, is would have been his 100th uh, birthday. It was back in May. He was born in May. And, of course, his feast day is coming up on October 22nd. So, you know, I think there's just so many connections. That's one of the things that Dr. Arredondo is going to do. He's going to sort of connect the dots for us from, from Fatima in 1917, and then on through sister Faustina's visions in the 30s, World War II and of course what happened with Maximilian Kolbe, you know the great witness that he was, you know St. Edith Stein, and then culminating with you know the two great saints of our uh, the late 20th century, you know Mother Teresa and John Paul II, and then of course culminating in Sister Faustina's uh canonization in 2000 and the de- declaration of Divine Mercy Sunday uh in 2002 as you know if you stay for the church the second you know, Sunday of Easter so i mean it's just that's a quick run through you know these incredible events of the 20th century and how these pivotal saints the pivotal players that bishop you know Baron likes to call it and uh i'm just as a as a student of history as a student of poland uh, student of World War II. I mean, it's just it's so utterly fascinating how all this, you know, makes sense. And and again, I highly recommend, you know, for reading Doctor uh, Father Gately's book, The Second Greatest Story Ever Told. I mean, it just, when I read this, it just blew me away. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I I'd, I'd said to Dr. zamet I said, we've really got to do a conference on this to, you know, get this message out there. And, you know, most folks have heard of Divine Mercy, but I think when you really get to understand it from a historical and theological perspective, uh, it it's it's just incredible.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. Marty, you're out of time, but thank you very much for taking some time with us. Uh, Marty Matulia is Director of Evangelization and Development for Fullness of Truth Ministries. Again, the event is called Now is the Time for Mercy, the Second Greatest Story Ever Told. It's going to be at St. Therese Catholic Church in Canton in the Diocese of Tyler, Saturday, October 17th. You can go to fullnessoftruth.org uh, for more information and to purchase your tickets. Uh, Marty, thanks so much. Nice speaking with you.
5: Thank you, Dave. 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., October 17th. Really appreciate the opportunity to spread the word. Thank all you, right.
0: Dave. Thanks so much. God bless you. All right, lots going on when you live in a big Metroplex. So, yeah. um, uh, hey, thanks again. You guys, uh, that sounds, again, he he mentioned Fatima. It all ties right. together. Uh, y'all uh, history uh, buffs, you like how it all it's to me that that's fascinating. For sure. Connecting the dots. I don't know if you know Father Paul Weinberger. I was just thinking about Yeah, Father yeah. Paul. <laughs> Father Paul, if he's listening right now, Father Paul let is, is some uh, like,
4: experience with Father Weinberger. Yeah, is, real real
0: uh, yeah, real quick cuz yes. we're going to take a break here, but uh yeah, we got to get to our next guest, but you yeah, want to tell a quick oh, Father Paul y-
3: Weinberger y- story? to here's uh connections with C- Christopher Columbus and Our Lady of Guadalupe. Oh, it's yeah.
0: Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, I whenever I talk to Father Paul Weinberger, I've got to have a piece of paper and a pen down, you know, making all the <laughs> notes and uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant priest. All right. Well, thank you you so much, and again, uh, appreciate you hanging out with us uh, for for this last segment. Don't forget to, to visit uh, com for the information on the first thing we talked about at Modern Day, and then of course, org for the Divine Mercy event. And coming up after a quick break, we are going to be uh, speaking in our last segment, Julie Eichelman is director of White Rose Women's Center. They've been around for 35 years, can you believe that? And uh, the celebrating 35th anniversary, they're the oldest Catholic lay apostolate in the, da- the Diocese of Dallas, and we'll tell you how you can support them and just kind of what they have done and what they are doing and what the future holds for the White Rose and St. Joseph's Women's Center. So, that is coming around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dave Palmer here at the station. I am so thankful for the many ways that you, our listeners, have blessed this station over the years, such as praying, making pledges, or donating meals, or volunteering during our share thons or being a parish speaker. I'd like to suggest also two other important ways that you can help us. One is to support the sponsors you hear on this station, especially during our current crisis. And another way you can support the station is to become a sponsor. If you're interested, just email me, Palmer at grnonline.com.
1: Pray, the story of Patrick Payton, is coming to theaters nationwide this Friday. The film tells the inspiring true story of a poor Irish immigrant who set sail for America in 1928 with dreams of becoming a millionaire. But, with the help of the most iconic celebrities of Hollywood, ends up spending his life championing the message, the family that prays together stays together. The miraculous true story of venerable Patrick Payton, his heroic life of perseverance and prayer, in theaters nationwide this Friday. For more information, PrayTheFilm.com.
2: All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to participate in the 2020 White Rose Golf Classic on Friday, October 23rd at Firewheel Golf Park in Garland. Tournament participants will enjoy a four-man scramble, food, drinks, and prizes. The White Rose Golf Classic is an annual pro-life fundraiser providing significant funding for the White Rose Women's Center in Dallas. The center provides counseling and support to women with unplanned pregnancies so they can choose life for their babies. For more information and to register, visit
1: stpaulmc.org. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191.
3: Hi, I'm Cameron Kolajinczak, a seminarian for the Diocese of Austin, discerning my vocation at Holy Trinity Seminary. I invite you to tune into the virtual Spes Regis Seminary and Benefit, which will be live streamed on our Facebook page on Friday, October 23rd at 7 p.m. Please join us for this joy-filled hour as we celebrate and give thanks for the priestly formation we are receiving at Holy Trinity Seminary. Visit holytrinityseminary.org for more details on how you can support this benefit. Thank you.
4: Hi, this is Norman Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My husband Bob and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your current mortgage rate, payment, or term, we can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901.
0: All right, we're back. Good news show here on this October 5th. October is a great month of the year, isn't it? I mean, there's so much that we celebrate as a church. The temperatures are beautiful. It feels like fall, and we got the holiday season right around the corner. This is just a great time to be alive. I'm so excited, and I'm happy that, uh, well, this show has really moved fast, and we've got uh, about 25 minutes now for our last topic. Uh, Julie Eichelman is the director of White Rose Women's Center, and they... Uh, their main office is at 4313 North Central Expressway, and uh, they have a website, uh, stjosephshelpers.org, and we're going to talk about their 35th anniversary, how you can help them, how they're coping with the craziness that is 2020, and uh, we're, how we're all just trying to you know, to figure out how we adjust and continue to provide the necessary uh, services that they provide in 2020. So Julie, good to have you back. This is uh, third interview with you. Is that yes, right? Yes. Yeah, I third. So. Wow, you keep coming back. We must not be. Uh, <laughs> so. We must be treating you pretty well. You keep coming back. So thank you very much. Um, you've been the director for what three years? How many? Two,
6: two, two, two little two, over two years. Okay, yeah. so
0: about two years. And uh, I was surprised that you guys go back 35 years, all the way back to 1985, the year I graduated high school. You guys uh, started so. Tell us about the beginnings and uh, some of the highlights, maybe, of the last 35 years of White Rose.
6: So White Rose was founded in 1985 by Father Joseph Nielsen, who wanted to provide an alternative for women who were not going to have an abortion. After all, he figured, if I'm going to work at getting them to not have an abortion, I need somewhere for them to go. Mm -hmm. So he opened up St. Joseph's Helpers, but then realized that no one's going to go to a place called St. Joseph's Helpers if they want help. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's operated under White Rose Women's Center doing business. As, so the legal name is St. Joseph's Helpers with White Rose Women's Center. And um, we operate a very specific method in which we work to attract the abortion-minded client to bring her in, educate her about the reality of abortion, and help her choose life. Mm-hmm. So that's why it looks like we have two different Two different faces because externally we focus on white rose to attract that abortion minded girl coming in so we work at attracting a girl at the moment of what I call the freak out, the panic. So when mm-hmm. she first gets that positive pregnancy test and she's in that moment of panic, she can't see past that pregnancy test. She doesn't know what she's gonna do. That's when we get in and help her before she decides mm-hmm. she's gonna have an abortion or or not. Yeah. Okay. So that's
0: a time when they could make some very bad decisions correct. that they'll they'll end up in regretting their entire life.
6: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it's important to get them in before they before they figure out anything different you Mm. know so um so we do that and it's a very 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 effective it has gotten harder as the years go by because girls can find out they're pregnant a lot sooner than it was before um so it's it's just very important that we get them in at that moment and then educate them about this is what you're doing so that they understand this is not really what God intended it to be.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
6: but over the over the 35 years, our methods have not deviated. We've stayed stayed true to those original policies and procedures. And now we have built out just different various programs. Like you've heard about the Magdalene program, um, and we've got the Well Woman Clinic that we've built out as well. So those are a separate entity that are within Well Woman, right rows that allows us to help mentor, support, and, you know, service these women. So mm-hmm. the Well Woman Clinics provides the Well Woman annual exam um, serviced by five volunteer OBGYN doctors that are Catholic pro-life doctors throughout the diocese. So they come in, they provide these at no cost to our girls. And then the Magdalene program we've talked about before, which is the mentoring and support program that helps these girls all the way through the pregnancy and through motherhood. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, there's a stigma with crisis pregnancy centers that says you just want to save the baby and then that's it. Mm -hmm. But we actually help a woman from conception till kindergarten and beyond. Wow! So at that point, that kindergarten, she's pretty much good. (laughs) She's pretty much, you know, self-sufficient and good to go. But the Magdalene program really works to help them, you know, learn how to become good mothers and help them, you know, get the different – um, the you, different assistance they need. Did you
0: say until the baby's in kindergarten? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because that, that, that could be five or six years, right? Correct. So that's not exactly, oh, you don't care about the baby. No, we care about the baby for, for many, many years afterwards. Correct. That, that's remarkable. I, I, I really did not know that that was the case. Uh, you know, I, I want to go back to the, the starting in 1985 and then ask you some follow up questions about what you've just shared with us. Cause the, the, what you're doing is so comprehensive and there's so much. And it, I know, I know it takes a lot of people and workers and volunteers and, and funds, which we'll talk about here in a moment as well. But in 1985, Roe v. Wade had only been around for what, 12 years, right? And I think that the people on the pro abortion side maybe thought that it in time this this issue was going to go away people were just going to kind of okay this is settled law roe v wade let's just get over it, let's move on that didn't happen no. and <laughs> thanks be to god <laughs> if anything it continues if you watch the republican and Democrat conventions this year you see that this is a big issue and especially on the republican side they highlighted it considerably it's not going away is it and the pro-life side continues to be engaged it, and, it, and it just growing and growing in awareness. Isn't that, that's remarkable to me that, uh, uh, people are not getting tired of not only battling against bad laws, but also they're not getting tired of supporting groups like yours who are doing such great work, uh, for the, these women and babies.
6: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So uh, if I, going back to that girl who's panicking and she just gets the, um, the pregnancy you know, test positive and and she freaks out and probably one of the first things she's gonna do is go online and search where do I get an abortion. Mm-hmm. What happens at that point and how does that connect with White Rose?
6: We have very specific online advertisements that attract her to our website. And then at the website, we're talking about abortion counseling and, you know, you don't need to be worried. We we are here to help you, walk you through it and provide all your different options. Um, so then when she goes to that website, White Rose, then she'll know to call us or e- send us an email. And then we reach out via email and invite her to come in. So we don't take appointments. You know, it's a first come, first serve, it's walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to let girls feel a little bit more at ease and more willing to come in when they can just come in at their own time. Um, but we take walk ins six days a week. Okay. And so then when, when the girl comes in, then she comes in, we do the pregnancy test, she meets with a volunteer counselor and goes over her own unique situation through an intake form, and then she watches the video that's been around since 1985 about abortion, and Mm. it's education on abortion, so it's very graphic, but a very real story about this is what abortion is, and a lot of times after the girls watch that video, then they understand they They realized that they didn't know that's what abortion meant, mm-hmm. you know they yeah. just think you take a pill or you have a procedure and and it just magically goes away if you will yeah, so um that, and you
0: never have to think about it again there's correct. no guilt there's no uh, but which we know uh, and i've done countless interviews with Rachel's Vineyard and I with women who have just uh, you know kept the pain of abortion for literally decades sometimes. Yeah. Some of these women come into the White rose very abortion minded mm-hmm. do do they sometimes think it's an abortion clinic, or they just yes. think that okay they think they're going in there to get an abortion, and then so they they obviously they're not going to get an abortion there uh, so what what what's the approach or how do you coach your team of how to what, what's the first point of contact what is said to, to these women when they walk in
6: we're very honest with the girls. Um, but we use the state law to our advantage, the woman's right to know law, which basically states that a woman has to be given a sonogram and the, all the information about abortion for a minimum 24 hours before she can have anything else done.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
6: So we use that to our advantage. Um, and so when the, when, when a girl comes in, we try to face her with the same love and mercy that Christ would be giving her. Um, to that point, a couple of weeks ago, we had a girl come in, very abortion-minded. Had her sonogram, had had all the same things that everyone else gets, and she left. And then she came back for a return sonogram because she was very early. Uh, she returned for her sonogram, and she told us that she had been in contact with Southwest Surgery, the abortion clinic mm-hmm. right up the road, and that she came back to White Rose because of the way we treated her. Mm was so much nicer and she felt like she was cared for as a yeah. person versus being in her words herded as cattle at Southwest Surgery. Yeah. So, you know, I believe that the the same love that we can we can share and the gentle and by sharing that we care about you as a person, um, that helps create that strong rapport with a given client to bring her in and say there's more to this than than just this. Yeah. You know,
0: how, how does, and I'm sure every reaction is differently, but tell us about the response that you've seen or anecdotally that you've heard about, A, when they, they see their baby in the sonogram, and B, when they watch this video that you're you're talking about, about abortion. What, 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 what kind of responses do you get?
6: Most of the girls, when they watch that video, are very shocked because they don't know that that's what abortion is. They don't know what's all involved. They don't realize this is what it, they're actually doing. You know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them, you know, are like, "I can't do that. That's not what. That's not how I'm going to be able to do anything." And you know, a lot of them who have had an abortion before come back and they realize, "I was never told that." So you know, we we were like, "It's your own decision," but there's other ways to handle this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when they have a sonogram, then a lot of the girls are it kind of comes, it becomes life to them at that point. So uh-huh. it's no longer that societal standard of it's a fetus or it's a blob, you know. It's now, that's a human life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have the different model forms, you know, the babies that they can hold in the palm of their hand to see this is how big your baby actually is right now. Um And then on the sonogram, when you hear that beating heart, you can't, you can't put a price on that for them yeah. to see that this is a life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So we ask them a lot of times, when is it acceptable to stop a beating heart?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the services are free for the women, right? Correct. But they're not free to you guys. You've got to, uh, you know, somebody's got to kind of pay for this. You don't take any government money. There's, right. there's, This is all private donations, uh, that, that people give to you and you, you work with a lot of volunteers uh, as well so talk about that uh, what, what this costs what are the biggest needs right now and how our listeners can help you guys
6: so right now um, well White Rose is based upon one full-time employee and that's me the, the Director, yeah, and I have five part time staff members and over fifty five dedicated volunteers so it 's predominantly volunteer based organization. We do it this way on purpose, one because it keeps our administrative costs very, very low um, as of last year. Our administrative costs are still only around nine percent of the total operating budget mm. that 's very low
3: yeah
6: um, and then we also we have the three center locations, and the budget for all of those runs around four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So it's very tight to run three center locations on mm-hmm. a on a four hundred thousand dollar budget. So this year we've suffered as with many organizations and parishes with COVID because a lot of our support have come from different organizations and parishes and individuals and with the COVID that's not coming in anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, um, our a lot of our fundraisers that are normally done for us have been canceled or have been sar- sharply declined. So, we're suffering in the financial department as well as we can always use more more volunteers as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what would the volunteers do? What would their their duties be?
6: There's a plethora of options. Of, of options there. So we need volunteer counselors more than anything. They are trained. So it's not like you come in and say, good luck, Godspeed. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we give them specific training. Um, and they're, you know, they're partnered with someone to be shadowed, but then they come in. So they partner with the girl at the moment and they're the first contact when a girl comes in. Um, but they answer the phones, and they deal with any client who actually comes in for assistance, whether it be for pregnancy tests, sonogram, or even just material assistance, like picking up a gift bag right before she's due to give birth.
0: Okay. Do you need male and female volunteers? or Are, are yes. all the counselors female? No. Or you have some some of the we men that will talk vo- as well? We have a couple male
6: volunteers, and I okay. think that those are very wonderful to have because sometimes when you have the father of the baby coming in, sometimes they respond better to a male versus a female. Uh-huh,
0: Yeah. And, uh, did you, uh, okay, so the, the, the Magdalene house, um, there, there's a whole lot that you do. Talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, beyond the woman in that initial visit. And you talked about all the way through kindergarten. This, that that that's like I said. That is remarkable to think that uh, you're you're keeping track. Uh, do do a lot of people take you up on that? The the assistance all the way through uh, the the raising their children. Tell us about some of the needs in in regard to that. Diapers, you know. What 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 do these people need?
6: Um, they take they take diapers and you know all the way up to size six, mm-hmm. um, and we provide gently used children's clothing as well all the way up to size five T, um, and of course those go quicker. You know, when we when we give those out. But in terms of the Magdalene program, the girl that comes in, we help her through, you know, pregnancy and beyond, as I say, because when she comes in and she sees that we're there to support her in the truest sense of the form, you know, support her emotionally, spiritually, you know, economically, get her through this and help her see that she can be a good, successful single mother all the way through So they do. They do take us up on it. After they have a baby, they kind of move into the joyful motherhood section, Mm -hmm. you know, where they've already had their baby because it's a different level of parenting. As you know yourself, it's a different level of parenting once the baby's already been born.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things change <laughs> considerably. <laughs> yes. And then they, when they become like teenagers. It yeah. changes again. You know, it's like it's, <laughs> it's completely different. Uh, uh, Julie Eichelman is my guest, uh, director of White Rose Women's Center in St. Joseph's Helpers, and three locations the website stjosephshelpers.org forward slash donate people can go on that website they can donate they can also find out about volunteer opportunities and i know i've been able to be involved in a few of your annual events uh typically this time of the year do you you have one planned or what's what's how's that looking is there going to be one this year or or what can you provide any news on that or what
6: I'm still working on the details okay. with it. So we had one planned before COVID, but now with COVID, we're pivoting like everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still working to confirm with the speaker on whether we can, you know, do this virtually. But hopefully we're going to be able to do a virtual event. Um, and if that's the case, I'll let you know right away so we can. We can, okay. you know, get that going. And it'll
0: be on that website as well, right? STJosephHelpers.org yes. uh, uh, forward slash donate. And you have your own uh, baby. And how old is your baby now? That- he is.
6: Two and a half months old.
0: Two and a half months old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so busy, busy, uh, in the, in the Eichelman household, right? Yeah. Uh, tell us about the collaboration. You know, we obviously, we've worked very closely with White Rose and St. Joseph's Helpers for many years. And uh, I think last time I talked to you, we talked about Heroic Media, uh, Catholic pro-life community. Uh, the, no, no group is an island. Uh, we, we all are in the same fight so to speak It well, it is a fight uh how, how do you collaborate with all these other groups to kind of further this mission of life
6: well um a lot of the other groups you know depending on on which ones they are they can bring us clients mm-hmm. um but the vast majority of our clients do come from our online and being the oldest catholic lay apostolate we have a lot of word of mouth yeah so um we can get clients from the sidewalk counselors you know with cplc um and um we don't we don't really work with heroic media because of the fact that we have our own yeah. specialized system yeah. that's been working. Okay. So we're pretty we're pretty self sufficient in that department. Right. You know. Right. Um,
0: and most of the people are finding you through online, right? Yes. Uh, is the baby do number that's that's you all right? Yes. Uh, Nine seven two baby do. Correct. Uh, that's a, a, a f- and then some people are still. You know, picking up the phone and, oh, yes. and, and calling that, right? 24-7. We
6: have okay. a dedicated volunteer to answer that.
0: And I'm sure you're tracking the visits, the results, uh, um, anything that you can tell us about, you know, the, the statistics. I hate to, you know, call them statistics, but how are people generally responding? Are you seeing changes over the years or anything in that regard of uh, the, quote, success rate of being able to save lives? Uh, what would you tell us?
6: I would say it's very difficult to track if a life is quote-unquote saved Uh because a girl comes in and she may not be abortion-minded, okay, but she watches this video, she learns what abortion really is, and then she goes and tells her friends and her family. So the end point of contact is never just that client that we see, okay? Now, I can tell you that last year, we know that a 1,000 babies were born- After their moms came to White Rose, because Mm. when a mom comes in and then she's within two to three weeks of being due to give birth, she gets a special gift bag with the basic necessities. Yeah, Um, I calculated out it's about a $250 value of basic items, including diapers, wipes, bottles, you know, things like that Mm -hmm. in this gift bag. So when she comes in, she's she's going to have the baby and then we know that about a thousand babies were born just last year alone wow so i can't tell you how many babies and how many generations were born over the 35 years but it's it's a generational effect Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah and i I think i mentioned this last time you were in as well but it it bears uh, where it's worth repeating is uh, you know you're in a life and death uh type of um of work and you and the volunteers, how important it is, and it must be an emotional roller coaster oftentimes, but also very rewarding to know at the end of the day, uh, you and your team literally, like you say, up to a thousand lives just in one year that uh, might have otherwise been you know, wiped out. And that, that that's amazing. And so Correct. we really, I want to close out. We just have about a minute or so. Let's talk about how people can help uh, and just reiterate this, uh, funding you, uh, signing up to be volunteers. What should they do? And just kind of go through that process, if you will.
6: If someone would like to be, if someone would like to volunteer, they can email me at director at stjosephshelpers.org. Um, they can also go to the website and find my email from there so they don't have to worry about writing it down here. Um, And if they want to donate towards our cause, they can go online to the website, like you mentioned, and click on Donate, Donate Through PayPal. Um, But they can also send us a check to the the central office location as well.
0: All right. That website, stjosephshelpers.org forward slash donate, stjosephshelpers.org, forward slash donate. Of course, nowadays you can always do searches, and uh, they they come up that way as well. Uh, Julie Eichelman, thank you so much. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you'd like to share with our audience before we uh, say goodbye to you?
6: No, I just ask for continued prayers for our clients and and the success of White Rose.
0: All right. Uh, Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. God bless that little baby of yours and your your family, and I, I would say, Thanks, Sissel, Cecil, but Cicel's microphone isn't working, so she's uh, she just has to kind of sit there behind the glass and let me do all the heavy lifting while she pushes the buttons. But uh, we'll get that fixed for uh, hopefully by by Friday for the uh, network show. Uh, remember to support all the things that we talked about today: uh, fullness of truth and the modern day event next Monday, and of course the White Rose Women's Center, St. Joseph's Helpers. Have a great rest of your feast day of Saint Faustina. God bless you.
1: See you next Monday. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 9 10 a.m. on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.
0: Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Hi, this is Dave Palmer. I'm happy to introduce you to a new sponsor of 910 AM. It is Catholic Life Insurance and their two local representatives, Larry Lenzen from Mary Immaculate Parish and David Walker from St. Monica Parish. Larry and David can speak with you about life insurance options as well as long-term retirement planning and annuities. And they both are committed to supporting the mission of Catholic Radio in North Texas. They can be reached by calling 972-484-3000. That's 972-484-3000.
5: I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy.
0: Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. The Catholic Homeschool Conference invites all teenagers and their parents to attend their Career and College Fair from Thursday, October 15th through Saturday, October 17th. This free, live, and recorded virtual event brings a range of expert speakers ready to guide your teen as they contemplate life after high school. Topics will focus on preparing for college, military and trade programs, career exploration, and vocation discernment. Speakers will include Father Robert Spitzer, Carol Reynolds, and Bill Donahue. To register, visit catholichomeschoolconference.com.
1: K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.